Welcome to With a Twist, the number one parenting show on the planet. In an era where the majority of children are not asking what they want to be when they grow up, but instead what they want to be when they give up, With a Twist will help you raise hopeful, thriving, engaged, and confident children. Be the parent you've always wanted to be using With a Twist's signature success system. With a Twist is the only parenting podcast that will enable the everyday parent have peace of mind while navigating the school system and life. Give your child the opportunity to thrive instead of just barely survive. And now, the founder of With a Twist, Amber Scotchburn. Hi, it's Amber Scotchburn, and are you ready to get twisted today? I'm giggling because I just started a different podcast and then totally messed up what I was going to say in my words, not making any sense. So I decided to start again, and that's why I'm laughing. Well, today's podcast, I wanted to share with you about why I do the work I do and what has brought me to this point. So why I do the work I do And what work is that? I work with kids um, I have for over 20 years and their parents to figure out ways that I can help them be successful. And typically this is not just success in school, although I do run a tutoring agency and have been a teacher. However, it's more to do with their success in life. And if we can use school to get them their success for life, then we do that. Through this work, I've had the opportunity to work with tons of students. I probably have lost count as to how many and seen where they were resilient and where they needed help being resilient and learned from those resiliencies. And at the same point, I was using my own experiences to figure out what I wanted to do. So when I was a kid, I felt like I was a little bit different because I questioned a lot of things. So I would ask my mom things like why there was war and why did one person hurt another person and I couldn't understand why there would be bullying on the schoolyard and I couldn't figure out why we were all on the planet if we weren't going to hold hands and sing kumbaya. And the other part that was really interesting to my mom was that I would question things like why was a tree called a tree and why wasn't a tree called a fridge and who named a tree a tree and why did we have to call a tree a tree why couldn't we just rename it and call it a fridge and I think sometimes when adults would answer these questions for me they wouldn't know the answers themselves and Google wasn't around then so it's not like they could put it into Google and give me an answer so they just talked it up to me being me and I just chalked it up to nothing really because I was a kid and I would just go and eat my hot dog and craft dinner and and skip but I always had these reoccurring questions and so I think those reoccurring questions had me figure out that I really wanted to make a difference in the world in that we wouldn't just call a tree a tree if we didn't feel like a tree deserved the name tree and we wouldn't really think that it was okay to hurt another person. We would actually want to try and figure out why somebody was hurting another person and how we could help the person that was hurt and the person that was doing the hurting, as well as the people that were watching the hurting happen and weren't doing anything about it. So I grew up wanting to help people. 
I did also have an aunt who was a social worker who is my favorite aunt. Hi, Aunt Nancy, if you're watching or listening, I mean. And she worked in a group home or she ran a group home out of her home as a social worker. And when we would go and visit, my parents would go stay in a hotel and I would stay in a group home because I absolutely loved engaging with the kids. And I mean, there were kids with interesting stories and interesting life experiences that had them either be resilient or not so resilient in some cases that ended them up in a group home. But they were pretty lucky because they got to be with my aunt and she was a super social worker. So she did really care. And again, had those same things that I had around helping people and around figuring out the why behind things. So I believe that really shaped me wanting to do what I wanted to do. And then which was help people. And then as I grew older, and it, this is more, now we're talking about more towards high school, there was actually a rush of suicides that happened. So by rush, I mean three of people that I knew. Either they were um, good friends at my brother's school. I went to an all-girls school and we called the boys' school that was close to ours our brother's school. And so they either happened at the brother's school or they happened um, at my school. And one of them was actually a really good friend of mine. And it made it super sad or more sad was that I actually had to go tell the girl who committed suicide's best friend. And I don't think I'll ever forget that because that was a pretty tough conversation to have with somebody obviously in a school hallway to tell them that their best friend had committed suicide. So what happened um, with that situation is that there was a funeral and at the funeral they read the girl's letter that had committed suicide and in her letter she explained that her act of suicide was to relieve the deep pain she felt in being alive and that she had tried various counseling and I mean I knew this firsthand being her friend that she had tried one-on-one -on -one counseling they had tried family counseling she had went away and tried counseling um, where you go and live away from home and live in a residential sort of setting for counseling I mean, she had tried medications so she had tried a, a huge range of things and in her mind and her experience this pain wasn't going away and so the only way to solve it was to kill herself and harsh I know um, but it was actually a very good opportunity for me to understand and solidify why I wanted to help people. Now I knew that I wanted to help people and I wanted to help people that felt like my friend did. We'll just call her Sarah for the purposes of this. And so I wanted to help people like Sarah that thought that there was no other way. Because to me, that would be a pretty desperate act if somebody was going to want to take their life. And there, you know, not to get too much into this, but there are different ways that people try and commit suicide. And the way that she did it is a way that there would be no opportunity to live. In doing that act so you knew she really made that decision pretty consciously 
So what I wanted to be able to do when I grew up was help people like Sarah and have Sarah be able to say whatever experiences that she underwent and still be able to live and not only just live and exist, but have a really good life. And so therefore, that person would not need to be in their story. They would need to be able to say something like, hi, my name is Sarah and I had chocolate for dinner. Just like they would say, hi, my name is Sarah and I was abused. And so once you're able to say something like that and you take the emotion out of what you say, then you leave the story behind. So it can still be a piece of what happened to you, but it doesn't define where you're going um, in your life. And so as I've suggested along the way, I had some different questions. Um, I saw my aunt be a social worker, so I knew I really wanted to help. And then Sarah's experience helped me define how I wanted to help people even a little bit further. And the reason why is as I started to then do my social work degree and then do my teaching degree and then teach and work with kids and families for the last 20 years, I realized that there is a lot of people that walk around in their stories. And unless you're taught a different way, you're going to stay in your story. So if you've listened to any of my other podcasts, I've talked about making failures opportunities and in making um, something that we look at as a mistake. Um, actually, I just said it the way I like to spell it, which is mistake. So we're not looking at something, again, as something bad that happened. We're thinking, how can we learn from it? How can we go, oh, that was just one mistake, and now I'm going to try again. And the other thing I talk, I've talked about in my podcasts are the fact that we wear different lenses. And so when we're in these stories, we keep this lens on. So Sarah's lens was that the only way to alleviate her pain was to take her own life. That's pretty huge. And while we're not maybe all at that stage, we are at different varying stages or maybe we're not living the life that we want to live or the life that we're meant to live or going towards dreams because we're living in a story. And so I know it's my purpose on life to help people not stay in their stories. And so while I still get emotional when I talk about Sarah, that, <clears throat> sorry, that, um, that she gave me that opportunity to figure out what I wanted to do. Um, and how I wanted to help people. And so why I started this podcast is in teaching. I worked in Toronto, Ontario, Canada uh, for 12 years as a teacher and I believe really affected change in the system as well as the kids that I worked with and the families. And then I now live on uh, Vancouver Island, which is in British Columbia, Canada. You should totally Google it because it's beautiful. I didn't tell you to Google Toronto because it's the center of the universe and everybody's heard of it. But not a lot of people have necessarily heard of Vancouver Island. And in moving to Vancouver Island and doing my work here, I run a tutoring agency and we help a lot of families and we've grown, but we're very local. And so I don't have a reach beyond the island at this point, other than Facebook. Um, that is a good reach too. Um, but I thought this podcast would give me an opportunity to help even more people around the world. And get people to see that they don't have to live in their story. And no matter what you've been through in your life, 
that you're going to be able to make that change. So how does this apply to your parenting? Well, I'm going to guess that you have a story, whether you have a story about that you're not a good parent, or maybe a story that you weren't parented well. Maybe you have a story of why you're not able to lose weight. Maybe you have a story of why you can't have a good relationship. Uh, Maybe you have a story of why you're not in your dream job. Um, We create stories about absolutely everything. And so my goal or mission would be to help you this way in this podcast with how you can help your child and yourself. So let's not have your child stuck in any stories. And I always think if I knew what I know now, um, and many of my friends say this as well, if we know what we know now when we're in our 40s and somebody actually sat us down when we were kids and said, hey, you're going to have these experiences happen and you might get stuck in it, but let's figure out a way to get out of it. Are you going to fail that test? Are you going to fall off your bike? Are you going to lose your best friend? But it's all good. It's just a moment in time. And then we figure out what that moment in time looks like and what it's trying to teach us. And then we move on from it. We don't carry it around with us and we don't let it dictate where we're going to be in the future. So I just wanted to say thank you so much for listening and uh, subscribing, hopefully, to my podcast. And good morning, good afternoon, and good evening from wherever you're listening around the world. Great to have you with me today at With a Twist. Please don't forget to give me a five-star rating on iTunes. That would be much appreciated. As well as follow me on Facebook at Amber Scotchburn. Thanks so much.